Uh, I'm Rick. I am normally the game master for Hammer of the Gods. Uh, tonight, I am the storyteller as we are playing Vampire the Masquerade. All of this for the first time. Uh, I have never run this, and nobody here has played it before, at least not like the TTRPG version. Uh, before we get started, do have some content warnings. There is the possibility of some strong violence, gore, potentially loss of agency uh, for NPCs or possibly players. Uh, it shouldn't really be an issue, but it could be. Uh, gaslighting, a lot of a lot of potential triggers. Um, so, if that is something that you don't feel comfortable with, we understand. We will see you for our next stream. Uh, that will be way less potential you know triggers and things like that um, and for our players something that i forgot to talk about beforehand but uh, if at any point you do feel uncomfortable and we need to take a break please feel free to send me a message in private uh, we can also use our typical safe phrase uh, just let me know you need to get a cookie you gotta take a cookie break something like that we will go to our loading screen and we will discuss and we will figure out what we need to do. So just want to make sure everybody is safe, both listeners at home, you know, if you feel uncomfortable, please feel free to pause the stream, come back to it later if you want or not. I, I understand. Um, with that being said, now that we're past that, uh, who wants to go first on introductions? <laughs> Looks like it's Alyssa. <laughs> Oh, oh, okay. Uh, that's how this works. Uh, hi, my name is Rain. Uh, pronoun she, her. I am a fresh vampire, I guess you could say, uh, from the Gangrel clan. I have mid-length black hair, uh, very, no, no makeup, sort of very porn clothing, wearing these, like, torn black jeans, uh, a tank top. And, like, a sleeve, kind of a, like a checkered sleeve shirt. And I come from a life of being in the foster system. I come from adoptive parents. I was, you know, in and out of prison and decided that I was no longer wanted to be part of society because fuck society and people. <laughs> so I became a nomad and started living in the forest and hence you know and the shabby outlook um but i was recently attacked by a being that was hunting me and my nomadic lifestyle and attacked a tent tore it up ripped it to shreds and beat me up and now i'm here and not really happy about it but uh ready to find out what's going on <laughs> and uh who is lissa and lissa me uh, very much not a vampire yet, but yes. um, human yes. being, uh, part of the Slovenly Trolls podcast, and where we talk about problematic D and D stuff, and researcher, graphic designer, all around TTRPG fan, and horror for gothic lore. I love it. I love it. We are all here because we are whores. That's okay. Yes, we embrace it. Sure. Uh, on that note, who wants to follow that? I'll go. That's fine. 
Um, I'm going to start with the real person, Michaela, <laughs> from the Potions and Potpourri podcast. Me and my gal pal Keisha talk about D&D, TTRPGs, in a casual, goofy, awkward format. So if you want to hear us talk about tips and tricks and other such things, then find us wherever you get your pods. Sometimes playing... kinky stuff. Yeah, sometimes kinky stuff. We're getting there. <laughs> I think Keisha's warming up to that as a topic. <laughs> um, I am playing Alex tonight. Alex comes from money and privilege and she has a lot of ambition to make it to the top and to be in control of a lot of things. She is uh, tall and fit and has just long, flowy, blonde hair. That's obviously, she spent a lot of money on getting done, you know, like nice highlights. She has a French manicure. She has really nice makeup done. Um, and she's very into like the uppity athlete wear style. So really Amazing. nice leggings, um, sportsy crop top, cool tennis <laughs> shoes that have never been dirty before. <laughs> um, Alex actually graduated magna cum laude with a business and management degree. And um, she thought she was going somewhere right out of college. But um, one day all of her assets were frozen and her peers and colleagues stopped talking to her and shut her out completely. And she was ready to end it all when she got a mysterious phone call inviting her to some hotel room. <laughs> totally not sketchy. No, mm -hmm. definitely not. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's Alex. Uh, what nice. was, since Rain talked a little bit about, you know, being attacked what was alex's embrace like that's a good question um i think it was pretty sensual there was... <laughs> i don't think it was well i don't know it says i don't understand what they're talking about but they have expensive taste the sheets are smooth and their skin is cold okay so it's pretty sensual okay yeah. uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. Like a lap of luxury that's, that's fair, yeah. I, I will um, give you that. I have light on my neck, and there's blood flooding out of my body, and I'm lightheaded. So, one one thing. Um, yeah, so that was when you were embraced. Uh, you guys would know, we'll kind of get to the background of how we start this, uh, but your, for lack of a better word, patron would have explained to you mm -hmm. that kindred can essentially heal their bite by licking it after they give someone the kiss which is what they call biting them and feeding from them so you guys are able to feed without leaving permanent marks cool okay all right and amanda you want to finish this out yeah i am amanda i'm from desired effect dice find me on etsy instagram and um, got it. I am playing Sam tonight. They are an ex-military uh, knowledge whore, basically. <laughs> Joined the military because I couldn't afford college and uh, was interested in the amount of information that was available. Uh, they have dark, short hair, uh, kind of like a grown-out military haircut, and is in casual clothing. Um, I was 
basically looking for information, received a strange email to meet somebody at a bookstore to get information. But when I got there, all I found was information about myself and uh, basically like stalking photos from when I was in the military. And um, somebody was there and told me that they found me to be interesting and that I surpassed expectations. And that's when I was embraced. Sounds uh, like a great time for everyone. Yeah, it sounds sounds great. Um, <laughs> after I was turned, uh, my guide heard something outside, told me to wait here, and I ran because, you know, obviously. And I'm not sure what happened after that. That's fair. Yeah, uh, so we kind of talked about this uh, because of our limited time and because we want to, you know, get to the meat of this story instead of all the introduction stuff. Uh, we are skipping ahead a little bit on this scenario. Uh, and so you guys awoke all together, not really knowing each other, I assume, uh, prior to this, and you were in a walk-in freezer full of, you know, large slabs of meat, uh, a dead human, did any of you choose to feed? Did you uh, succumb to your hunger at all? I was pretty hungry, so I think so. Okay. I woke up hungry. Um, probably you, not. Which do you choose to feed from, Alex? The dead body, probably. Okay. And do you make any efforts to conceal this, or do you just do it openly? I just do it openly. I feel like I'm not really in control of any of that yet. Okay. Uh, I feel like if somebody else is going out feeding, my character would also do that. I mean, there is a strong sense. Uh, the first time that you bite into this person, you know, especially because they are already deceased, uh, there is like a revulsion, a nauseating feeling. Gross. And so, yeah, Rain, seeing Alex do this, uh, Number one, it just it feels wrong because you guys still retain a lot of your humanity. Um, maybe Rain potentially has a little bit less humanity than others. Who knows? Um, maybe we're here to find out. Yeah, maybe <laughs> you're a little bit more willing to embrace the uh, embrace, so to speak. Um, but yeah, if you if you go to do the same thing, you would feel the same kind of uh, disgust at what you're doing. Yeah, I feel like seeing seeing somebody else going at it, I feel like I would try it because I'm all about trying new things in my new body. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to embrace the embrace and try out this tasty meat snack that okay. is available to me to the benefit or detriment of, you know, me in my yeah. new form. Yeah, it, uh, it will have some effects. You know, if you chose to play this character going forward, it, it won't have a lot of effects for this one shot. Um, but that being said, uh, so that was kind of how you guys met initially. You uh, probably to Sam, I don't want to assume, but kind of the way it describes it is it would be like you were debasing yourselves by feeding off of this person who is dead. Uh, so Sam would probably feel a little bit uh, some type of way, seeing the two of you do this. So it might start things off on a little bit of a rocky note, but you all managed to make your way out of this freezer uh, 
finding ourselves in this very fancy restaurant. And Can I ask a question real quick? Yes. Did that feeding reduce my hunger at all? It does not. Oh, great. Ah. <laughs> I'm a live person. Yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> the fact that it is I'm, a corpse, I'm learning. Hey, that's okay. That is part of the scenario. Um, yeah, so as you guys made your way out, you were... Uh, you found yourselves in a very fancy restaurant that seemingly was empty. Um, you do find a man named Marcus, uh, who says that he is a kindred. Explains that you all have been turned and you are now kindred as well, which is what vampires are called in the world of darkness. They say that vampire is a word they don't like to use. Uh, it is kind of a, a no-no to use that. Um, and explains to you guys that the second inquisition is likely who brought you here. Not who would have embraced you because they are not kindred themselves. They do not like kindred and they seek to destroy them. Um, he doesn't know who your, you know, quote unquote sire or creator, if you will, was, you know, and you all obviously had different creators, but that the second inquisition likes to take people take kindred and study them, torture them, do all kinds of awful things before finally killing them. Um, and so he offers you help, offers his uh, his support network, you know, his resources. And we kind of talked about this before stream. It sounds like everyone takes him up on this offer. Yeah, I think we need help. We are fresh out of uh, information about our new identities and bodies, and I feel like we need all the help we can get. Uh, case in point, two of us attacking a dead body and getting nothing out of it, so. Yeah, just a tease. Yeah. Yeah, uh, he does explain to you, you know, a lot about what it means to be a kindred. Um, explains that you guys are, in essence, potentially immortal. Um, that the blood allows you to do an endless number of things you couldn't do as a mortal. And you are now apex nocturnal predators. Uh, it does explain that typical things like stakes don't kill you, uh, crosses, garlic, entering uninvited, that sort of stuff is all just story. Hocus pocus. You know, it's not... A thing that you need to worry about. Uh, and so he takes you all outside where a black SUV is waiting with a driver. And as you begin to make your way through the city to his, you assume, you know, maybe a safe house or somewhere, uh, he doesn't really give you a whole lot of information. Uh, the driver rolls down the window that kind of separates the people in the back from himself and explains that there is a white van following you. And Marcus tells you that this is likely the Second Inquisition coming to claim you after you were oh, liberated from their, whatever you want to call it, you know, their hidey hole where they had stored you. So that's bad, right? Them coming to get us is bad and we have to get away. Absolutely. And you guys are on the road uh -huh. as this is going on. This this van is following you. Uh, and 
you can tell that this driver is very skilled as they weave their way through traffic at a high rate of speed. And Marcus does offer, uh, any of you who have a skill in firearms, he offers you a pistol, if you would take it. I do. I've got some gun training. I do, as well. I would be surprised if Sam didn't. <laughs> I have one. I, I will take I can a gun. shoot a gun. <laughs> you can hold a gun. I will take the gun. I can hold. I can hold a gun, and I can point it at somebody. Whether or not it hits anything will be uh, determined. Yeah, that's uh, TBD. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, you guys eventually. Uh, he says that we need to lose this tail. Uh, but I want to divert them from you, so I'm going to drop you off along the way. That way they'll follow me and not you. Okay. Uh, where he does drop you off is outside of Club Violet. And you all hear this deep drumming bass. And there are lots of warm bodies inside. Mm -hmm. We can sense that. I will go into the club. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's go, I guess. I yeah. feel like we're hungry, and that's an easy a way to cover strong up. Strong feeling of the warm bodies, like we can like sense it pretty strongly. Uh, it's more that you guys know, uh, you know, even if you wouldn't have necessarily like, I don't know that Rain would have gone club hopping necessarily. Uh, possibly, maybe that's how you ended up in prison, having a little too much fun. But I, I think that you guys all sort of know that you are hungry, and that you will find people here. Well, I think this would be a double whammy for us then. Uh, a little app. Uh, Rain is going to look a bit hesitant and be like, I haven't seen this many people since starts counting in years. <laughs> but And then you hear like this audible groan and they go, Ooh, well, I guess I am hungry. Sam will grab Rain's hand. Let's go. It's time to eat. So you guys enter this club. Uh, what are you guys doing once you go inside? So we know how to feed from somebody, right, at this point? Yeah, I mean, he would have told you. Them. And, I mean, two of you went ahead and just did it. It didn't do anything. But, on, a, on a dead body that yeah. that did not move uh, or uh, flee from it's, us. It's like quite different than like a live cadaver. You're just learning. I I think that I would look for a dark corner uh, somewhere where I could feed from somebody without bringing attention to myself. That's. Smart. I would go to the bar and find um, some really attractive person. <laughs> so. Uh, as you guys enter, the scent of, it says, cloves and tobacco hangs in the air. Uh, I don't know why tobacco and cloves, because I think most places don't let you smoke inside anymore, but apparently... Someone's smoking black and milds is what yeah. I'm hearing. <laughs> <laughs> it's because they're super edgy and cool, that's why. Mm, uh, obviously. <laughs> so, as you first enter, you see that the people inside stomp, sway, and swoon to the newest industrial sounds. Twisty stairs lead up to another smaller room where a DJ plays slower, more romantic dark wave. A back door on the first floor leads out to a patio 
surrounded by a tall wooden fence with benches and flower-filled planters creating hidden corners where clubgoers can go and smoke and gossip in semi-privacy. So I think for Rain, I think Rain is going to try and find the most drunk person in this room. Okay. Like in the the first floor, the upper smaller floor outside. Uh if if we're thinking that the I'm guessing it's more intimate upstairs, but no, I want more people to be there so it looks more uh like I'm not doing anything suspicious. So okay. more people, more people seeing me, but it's just gonna look like I'm asking somebody to meet me in the bathroom, you know, for some some intimate meetings. Yeah, I mean you can right, definitely right, do getting that. into the dating sim very early. I mean, you know, like you do. I, I, I want the privacy of be doing my feeding and figuring out what the fuck I'm doing in um, a stall so that, you know, <laughs> if anything goes wrong, I could just, you know, hide behind walls while this happens. Absolutely. Um, does anyone have a D10 handy? It's okay if not. I can grab one. I do. If you would I have the roller. For this, the, the 10 is better. I have a D10. Tell me what you got. I rolled an eight. Eight. All right. Uh, Rain, since you kind of mm. took the lead here, um, you find someone named Magenta. Uh, they are, I mean, Ooh. you wouldn't know this, but to kind of give you a sense of their, their person, uh, they are 41. Ooh. And let's see. So it describes her as the queen of the Violet Club, who meets with those who willingly pay her respects before taking the dance floor. So this is someone who uh, is sitting on a couch kind of off to the side, um, but seems like they might be important in some way. That's who sort of catches your eye. Okay. You don't have to. You don't have to go with this person to feed from, but that is just sort of the first one to catch. Up. Well, I, I kind of look them over and I'm intrigued by them, but then I realize that in my shabby clothing and in my not queen of the club regalia, <laughs> I don't feel like I could pull this one off. Yeah, that's. They that's kind funny. of seem uh, out of my league for feeding. <laughs> Absolutely fair. Um, you know, while you're kind of scoping out this queen, uh, you do find a slightly older man, not old old, but a little bit older than Magenta, uh, whose name mm. is Barry. His shoes, his watch, and his phone point out that he does not really belong. Uh, he doesn't look like someone mm -hmm. who really frequents this club. Uh while he has some moves, he has to stop to catch his breath every five minutes. Ouch, I feel attacked. Same, though. <laughs> uh, does this seem like someone you'd be more interested in? 
So when he doesn't fit in, is it like he's too shabby, or is it he's too good for this place, or... Oh, no, he he seems like you kind of get the, the vibe that he has been out of the club scene for probably a very long time, if he was ever in it. And he seems to be maybe striking out, trying something different for some reason. I imagine somebody's dad, like, going to, like, a goth club. Yes, wearing, that's like, 100%. Yeah! Like, like, like a like shorts and like yeah. a polo. Yeah. He's got the phone <laughs> yeah. on his belt. And... Like a dad bod. Oh, belt yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I feel like I could, that's that's more somebody in my style. I feel like I, I can pull off, like, uh, kind of do my hair a little bit backwards, like, look more presentable, even though I'm in, like, literally, like, torn clothing and probably have, like, bits of leaves in my hair because I was attacked in, you know, a forest area. So just kind of, like, brush off my hair a little bit, look myself more presentable as much as possible, and then kind of, like, saunter over with confidence of my newfound, like, abilities. (laughs) And, you know, to Barry, he's, he's, like I said, out of the scene, so... Exactly! So, like, I'm a catch, even if I look like this. (laughs) Not in my best regalia, but, you know, I'm a catch! For this guy who clearly is not supposed to be here. Absolutely fair. Um, I would say you could roll me a persuade, which would be... Where did that go? Uh, Something. I wish it told me. Let's see. It did somewhere, and now I'm not finding it. So one second. Gotta love being a first-time storyteller. Is it charisma manipulation? Well, those are part of it. Um, <laughs> let's take a look at Rain. Persuasion is one of them. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, so it would be your charisma and then... Hmm. Yeah, you really don't have a whole lot of anything in your skills that would be persuasive. Uh, You could also try to intimidate, but that is up to you. So, Rick, it's usually like skill plus ability for your Mm -hmm. dice pool? Yes. Okay. So, if I'm using the roller, Mm -hmm. um, what do I type out? Which one are you going? Are you just trying to do like Straight charisma well, to do. Uh... I mean, my intimidation is higher than my charisma, but yeah, since you don't have any kind of persuasion skill, your charisma is pretty sketchy to try to try to win him over. But your intimidation is a much better potential. So, I mean, I can certainly try and intimidate him into joining me in the bathroom. But, you know, maybe maybe we're looking at intimidation in, like, a scary way, like, the, like I'm going to hurt you, but maybe this is more you're trying to be your inner goth mommy. Okay. You're being assertive. Channeling, channeling my inner goth mommy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to come on with, like, full confidence and try to, like, sexually intimidate him because <laughs> I definitely know what I'm doing and be like, Five minutes bathroom if you want to, you know, 
reach heaven. Because I've definitely, <laughs> I've definitely been with people for you know like the oh, last man. few years. So I definitely know what's going on. She's like, I've me done the this sex before. <laughs> I've done this sex before. Me, the antisocial, anxious person who hasn't been with humans for like five oh, wow. ever. Yeah. You know, get, so, let's go to have let's go to heaven together in five minutes <laughs> in the bathroom. Oh, oh, I love it. Also, hello, Charday. Thanks for joining. <laughs> Charday, so hi. At just the right time as Lissa becomes goth mommy. Uh, so yeah, you, you have two options on your intimidate. You could roll with four dice, uh, including your two hunger, which you know mm-hmm. on the dice roller you would just put four and then two on hunger. Uh, or you could okay. use your eyes of the beast to try to add to your intimidate, in which case you would roll with six. Ooh. Eyes of the Beast. What does the Eyes of the Beast do? Your eyes have a red gleam. You can after. Does it take if I use Eyes of the Beast? Does it take away from something? Uh, you would have to make a rouse check, I believe, or a hunger check. Sorry. Okay, I'll use Eyes of the Beast. I guess. Okay. Um, so start with making me a hunger check, which is just one roll, no hunger. One roll, no hunger. Roll. It says one success. Okay. You do not gain any hunger. You stay at the same level. Okay. Um, okay. And then go ahead and roll your six dice with two hunger. And then hydrate while you do it. Yeah, thanks, Amanda. Thanks, Amanda. <laughs> You're also not with I'm sorry, all I have is wine handy. Just keep in mind, Amanda, if you make me have Amanda's to Amanda's just giving herself an excuse to drink. Yeah, just remember, if you make me pee, then uh, that means less time to be horny vampires. So I forgot oh. to have anything except my bottle of wine handy, so that's all you get. So. Oh, darn. Oh, no. So, <laughs> dice pool of six, hunger two, I have two successes. Okay. Uh, let me double check. I believe that works. I think that uh, does the trick. See berry. Yeah. One of them is red. Does that? That's your hunger. Mean something special. Be, oh, okay. Two hunger. Okay. Oh, like one of the successes is red. Yeah. Uh, does it have any extra symbols next to it? Uh, so one is red with one dot, and the other is black with three dots. Okay. Uh, if you get the the like multiple dots on two dice. Uh, if it's two hunger or if it's like one hunger, uh, one regular dice, that it should tell you because it has, whenever I tested it, uh, could be a messy critical, which has some <laughs> consequences. Uh, but we're just at success right now. Uh, so, yeah, Barry, he, I imagine you probably try to strike up some kind of conversation, you know, to lead up to this. I don't think. Even Rain would just walk up and be like, "Let's go." Bathroom, well, yeah. yeah, she'll, yeah, she'll, she'll kind of like go with a conversation, pretend to not hear most of it, be like, "Sorry," because you know her social skills are non-existent. Yeah. Um, because she has a charisma of one, so I can justify that. Uh, like, sorry, play it off and be like, "Yes, yes, I've been here before." Like, start answering random questions, whether or not he's asking them. Just well, pretending to like not be able to hear because there's club music going on. 
I mean, I will say, you know, he's he's kind of the the typical man. Uh, yeah, so he, he tells yeah. you a lot about himself. He's recently divorced. He's trying to reconnect with the scene of his youth because he used to be one. Mm-hmm. Of the, he's having a great night. Yeah, like he used <laughs> to be really big in the goth community. Uh, oh, I see. Oh yeah, uh-huh. it, so it interesting. Say, very, it, very, very probably, interesting. You probably mm-hmm. have heard of him, actually. So. <laughs> well, and it, it oh does say, yes, yes. It does describe him as a dad in a black t-shirt desperately trying to fit in. Oh, yeah, perfect. We, we we like Barry, even if he's not the greatest. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah. Aren't we all like, as, trying to fit in? Honestly. As as he's talking, she'll like awkwardly try to like do the flirting thing where you put your hand on somebody, be like, This is what I'm supposed to do to flirt, right? <laughs> Puts hand on them, takes it off, like kind of checks out if he's into it or not. Yeah. So, you know, maybe after a little bit of him talking about himself, that's when you just like red eyes, you're <laughs> like, bathroom, let's go. And like I'm done with this now. Bathroom, <laughs> you, you and me go to heaven. Five minutes. Sold. Sold. He's in. <laughs> It'll also only take five minutes. Yeah. If, if it <laughs> lasts that long. Depends on your definition of heaven, man. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Uh, on that note, uh, who wants to go next? We'll uh, we'll follow up with Rand here in a minute. I'll go next. Uh, Oh, unless you're ready, Amanda. Go ahead. Uh, I was going to go to the second floor, the one that's more intimate. Romantic. And, yeah. Try to find somebody and uh, use... Compel to get them to follow me to okay. the dark corner. Okay. Let's see. So, oh, Sam... Let's see. Where's your compel? I'm not seeing. On that. page two under disciplines. Oh, disciplining. Uh, it's page three, actually. I don't know, man. My pages <laughs> are out of order. I printed them okay. out, man. I can't be in charge. That's okay. Uh, yeah, so let's roll another D10 real quick. Just one? Yep. Just the, the regular typical dice. Uh, nine. Nine. Okay. Let's see. Okay. Uh, so you find a 30-something woman uh, staring at her bourbon. Her body's shaking. She clearly doesn't belong here, but doesn't care. Uh, looks like she is possibly in shock. Um, oh. I will go up and try to comfort her, see if she's okay. Okay. And then uh, once she's looking me in the eye, then I will tell to get her to follow me. Yeah. So she tells you that she drives a cab and tonight uh, someone on a bike crossed in front of her and she couldn't stop in time. That is harsh. Yeah. Yeah. Sure is. Not uh, ideal. Let's see. So, using your auspics, there we go. Dominate. Um, yeah, compel. So you get to uh, roll wits plus resolve. So it's four dice, and you, I believe, have two hunger. Correct. I do have two hunger. Okay. So four dice and two hunger. Yep. Uh oh. What'd you do? 
possible bestial failure. Oh no! Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, we're not gonna do bestial failure tonight because okay. that we're all too new for that. <laughs> cool. Because that basically means that you lose your shit and you like murder her. Awesome. Oh, wow. Like, I mean, I feel like that's pretty appropriate for your first skill. But right? Yeah, that's rough. Rough. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe next time. That's um, okay. If it's if it's a whole thing mechanically, we could. It's yeah. probably too much for us. So maybe. other than that, it says one red dot and red skull, and then two black. Yeah. So. The black were the the little um, clicking thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Those are successes. That's what we need. Uh, the okay. skull on the red dice that is a failure. It's the same as the blank on the regular dice. Um, all we really need is successes. The rest isn't as important. Um, okay. Yeah. So you do manage to compel her. Uh, what are you What are you saying? I want her to follow me to wherever. Uh, is the darkest corner, like, somewhere where nobody's really looking. Inside. I don't want to go to the bathroom, but, like, just somewhere kind of on this floor. All three of you take three different people. Yeah, no, I don't want to go to the bathroom. Just, just, uh, just a dark corner that nobody's really looking at. Uh, like, inside, still in the bar? Sam's like, hey, Rain, you in here? Sick. What's up, dude? (laughs) (laughs) My turn now. Dope. Three bros feeding on people in the bathroom. No problem. It is what it is. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, Sam, are you are you thinking like outside on the patio or? You yeah, probably more, outside. Like, inside. Yeah, outside. I think. Okay. So you you kind of find one of those uh, planters that you are clearly gossiping and you know talking. Yeah. Yeah. Talking We're just making out behind here. Don't worry about it. Yeah, making out with her neck. Yep. <laughs> it's all nagging. It's a thing. Totally not romancing. This has never made that joke before. Never. Nope. Not even once. <laughs> not that you know of. <laughs> all right, Alex. Uh, how are you doing this? Let's let's hear how you're gonna choose the romance options here. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Alex has some experience with this not like necessarily feeding on a person but you know picking prey so to speak it's not not feeding right (laughs) (laughs) um yeah she has um experience picking up people so she's gonna go to the bar and pick probably like the buffest most like masculine bro looking guy that she can find that's obviously there to pick up women and um start flirting with him the way that she normally would and she knows exactly how to play this because she has done this many times before so she gets him to buy her a drink she starts talking to him she starts like gently touching him you know like getting in close as if she can't hear him does she does she drink this drink at all um yeah uh, you immediately regurgitate it. Oh no! Really? <laughs> yeah. We can't drink alcohol. You can't drink or eat anything. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. Embarrassing. Yeah, that's hot. He's totally turned on by that. 
Uh-oh. No, he, he's, he's just a frat boy, right? He's used to it. No, he's just like, no, that's that's I'm out, and he leaves. Oh, no. he's gonna go rethink Wait. his life. Oh, he's gonna go rethink dude. his life. But okay, maybe well, maybe fuck. that was like on the first floor, and you can you know try again on the second floor. Where it's I learned my lesson with that one. Then <laughs> fuck, that uh, took <laughs> me down a peg, actually. Rough stuff. Yeah, here yeah, I am, like doing my usual routine, you know. And then throwing up on this guy. <laughs> Look, it's happened to everybody at some point. We've all been there. I guess so. Yeah. So I'll slink away upstairs to the more intimate bar. <laughs> are you going for kind of the same vibe though, or are you going for like somebody different? Um. Well, I think this time I'll try and get someone to dance with me since this is kind of more of the like slow romantic, like dance floor. Okay. Let's see. Who should we go with? Oh, yeah, you know what? Uh, You see a guy in a university, like a local university blazer. Uh, Makes him stick out like a sore thumb, because this is obviously like a goth club. And Mm -hmm. yeah, he's recording everything with his phone. Oh, boy. And just like being that guy. It's clear that nobody likes this guy. Like, nobody is, like, dancing with him. Well, I'll dance with him. Okay. And give him a lot of attention. Make him feel special. Guys like that. Uh, so, Mommy. So, uh, <laughs> you know, because this is, like we said, there are some trigger warnings and things like that. Um, as you're, like, kind of dancing with him, how are you going to persuade are you going to more like intimidate or more persuasion, charisma? Um, I actually think I want to use one of my disciplines, yeah, which is technically dominate, but I want to compel him. Yeah. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So I'm just moment. like whispering in his ear, you know, like kind of like rubbing on his neck and stuff, and I'm convincing him to go. Well, I kind of want to go outside. Is there like a second floor balcony? Yeah, the the balcony is on the second floor. Okay. Oh, you're so joining like me. The smoking section. There's a, there's a lot of there's a lot of spaces. Okay. Um. Uh, yeah. I'm like, oh, we should go outside and like have a smoke and like talk a little bit more intimately. Do you mention the fact that he's like recording everybody? Um. I probably just like play it off. Like, um. I was in somebody's video before too. You can film me if you want to. Ooh. Yeah, so uh, he kind of like lowers his his phone. He's like, "Yeah, I was actually you know following this girl I know. Uh, it's like this big prank. You know, it's just like a thing that we do." Uh, but I mean, I'll, I'll stop. Like, it's it's very obvious that this is not a prank. That this is not a good guy. Yeah, I get that vibe too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just keep kind of playing into the, like, "Oh, you should totally film me," you know, and like trying to make myself like look really appealing and like get in front of his camera and stuff absolutely um yeah if you would roll it'll be six dice it's your wits and resolve and you have three hunger i believe yep um three successes okay two dots on the red one on the black i have this symbol with the stars on it on the black die okay yeah you have to have two before it becomes like a critical or a messy critical uh, but the fact that you've got three successes is very good. 
Um, let me see. I just had him pulled up and I went away. Yeah. Um, no, he, he's totally willing to go out there. Uh, he pulls out his clothes. He's the guy. He's the one. <laughs> he's smoking the black and milds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that tracks. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Bad guy. All right. Uh, so let's go back to Rain. Rain, as you meet with Barry in the bathroom, tell me what's going on. Let's go, Dad. Um, yeah, I lead him graciously with my uh, very good social skills mm-hmm. and sarcasm uh, to the bathroom, hold his hand, like, kind of more enthusiastic than normally you would want somebody accompanying you to the bathroom. Of, like, trying to, like, just get it done and over with kind of thing. <laughs> um, but um, hopefully it, you know, he's into that kind of thing. He seems like he's into anything tonight. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, Lissa, he seems like he's up. Yeah, Lissa's the... never done this before, I can tell. <laughs> this is all new. His, his, like, recent divorce that he's told you about numerous times at this point, mm-hmm. he's just like, anything I can get right now, I'm here for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Rain is like, alright, let's just get over with. Let's fucking yeah. go. <laughs> and, yeah, Rain is just going like, I bet you've never done this with your ex-wife and, like, pulling them along. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing. Yeah, as you, as you like, uh, drag him into this bathroom... Uh, a few other women in there just like scurry out because like it's pretty mm-hmm. obvious you know you're dragging this man mm-hmm. in here so like something's mm-hmm. something's going on but not before the women tell her how pretty she is yeah that is i mean standard for any nightclub me me in my right? disheveled form yeah well, it doesn't like, matter what you the, look like i love the leaves like it's a it's a look yeah it whatever look. you look like I, is completely relevant to a, a lady's bathroom in a nightclub yeah. yeah yeah um and yeah i like push him into one of the stalls uh forcefully uh make sure the coast is clear can i lock the bathroom door at all not not like two or the is it just the stall the door stall. yeah okay yeah i i kind of look around make sure or actually can, I'm going to grab one of the ladies who compliments me on my disheveled look and ask if she can just make sure nobody comes in for five minutes. Okay. Uh, give nice. me a charisma check. So that would just be one dice. One dice. And Do I still... add my hunger? Yeah. I mean, Whew. I think because you've only got the one dice, uh, it's just going to be a hunger. But yeah, I mean. So, yeah. So leave dice pool one and hunger two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's. And good. then roll. Yeah. Yeah. Is one success. Okay. Uh, yeah, she's just like, got it. Yeah, and she said, "I got you, yeah. babe. Don't worry about <laughs> it." Um, push him into the stall, close the stall, and attack him you know in the i need to feed kind of way i mean isn't that, isn't that how <laughs> in the sexy time? <laughs> yeah i'm pretty sure that's how that works right <laughs> i think so <laughs> let's see <laughs> oh i love the chat yep um 
Let's see here. It says that you guys should have a description of whenever you feed, but I'm not seeing it. Have you guys like seen on that? our sheets or somewhere? That's what it says, but I don't. Um, so, hmm. It's <clears throat> interesting. One moment, please. Storyteller is buffering. We have a description of how we each feed. Is that what you're saying? Allegedly. I'm not cool. seeing it, though. I don't see it either. Yeah, so... There's hunger, uh, mouse check, blood search. Life. I don't see anything. That's okay. We'll uh, We'll just wing it. Because it does say that uh, mechanics and things like that are less important than the story, which is why I'm here for it. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to say roll me a single hunger dice. So just like one one dice. No hunger. But just dice pull one. Hunger is nothing? Yep. Okay. Zero. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, so you, you feed on him. Uh, tell me what that's like. Rain being a little bit more bestial than the other kindred. Um, so she's all about embracing her new identity because she did not she didn't feel like a regular human being growing up in like the foster system and then being in and out of jail and then becoming a nomad and being like fuck humans. Anyway, so down. she's all she always knew deep down. Yeah, she always knew she, 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 she always knew deep down that she was she was um not supposed to be like a regular people, that she was always kind of this uh it, she was she did well by herself, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. Um and so like she's trying to find out what being a vampire is all about now. So she's fully embracing like learning her abilities, uh learning how far she can go to the benefit and detriment of that statement and what she's allowed to do. So she's fully kind of being her chaotic little self. Uh, and embracing that because now she's no longer human. So human rules don't apply to her, obviously. That's valid. So, uh, so with yeah. your with your failure on your hunger check, you do manage to slake your hunger as you kill him. You drain him completely. Oops. <laughs> so you now have a corpse in the bathroom to deal with. Oh, no. <laughs> Whoops, we didn't think about that. <laughs> Oops. And uh, you um, also have a witness who you uh, got to watch the door for you. I mean, they didn't, oh, no. they didn't like, witness you do it, but yeah. they definitely had that Well, they're, like, on the outside of the door, right? So you can just be like, hey, thanks. But, like, they watched yeah, you so come in with I... this guy. You, like, talk to them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, she'll realize what she's done and that she got a little bit too enthusiastic, you know, with the deed. 
Uh, and so she's gonna kind of take a step back, like, wipe her lips, uh, and her clothes of blood, hopefully. <laughs> uh, she's probably wearing, like, dark colors anyway, so you shouldn't be able to see much of it, but she'll, like, make sure she looks kind of club acceptable, um, and then go outside and be like, oh, you know, do the awkward lady chat with her and be like, oh, thank you, you know. I really needed that. Be like, you could go now. It's like, it's like thirty seconds too. Like it's very fast. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, um, you you do her. notice. You do notice. It seems <laughs> like he is having the time of his life while you are giving him the kiss. Mm. Like, and that's what matters, really. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, he like went to heaven. He he did. <laughs> That's, that's all that I promised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I delivered. I delivered. Yeah, I promised. Yeah. That's true. Uh, that's true. You told him one thing, and you. Absolutely... Yeah, I mean. Um. <laughs> I, he finished his life. Yeah, he finished. That's what matters, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Who cares about oh, you? Though? But yeah, I was gonna say he finished, but did you? <laughs> Just like any other dude. I mean, she'll have 30 um, seconds, so no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, on that note. Uh, <laughs> we'll go Do you want to move on from me? Or? Yeah, yeah. yeah, we're going to move on to Sam. Uh, so Sam, as you are necking out in the, yep. uh, the patio, I need yep. you to do the same thing. I need you to roll just a single dice, no hunger. Single dice, no hunger. One black dot. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, okay. Awesome. Uh, you too. Yeah. yeah. Zero so, successes. So tell us how Sam uh, murders this poor, poor <laughs> cab driver woman who was having a rough night already, and it just got worse. So, yeah, but to be fair, it's not something she'll have to deal with in the morning. So yeah, she doesn't have to deal uh, with that person she ran over. That pesky manslaughter charge. Uh. Sam gets a little blood drunk and uh, just keeps drinking and doesn't know when to stop. So, uh, yeah. she just goes for it, really. And she she doesn't stop. Yeah. Yeah. No. Nope. Uh, so I don't know. <clears throat> Is there anybody around me? I mean, you you do feel like it's fairly private where you are. Like it would be a little bit before her body would be discovered but there are other people not too horribly far away they're just not like paying attention i'm like behind a planter or something yeah you're in a little corner i'm gonna kind of gently like set her down so that she's not visible from the other side uh and i'll kind of saunter out and go to the balcony and kind of walk her downstairs yeah, she just passed out. She just drank too much, and yep, yeah, yep, as you do. Um, yeah, makes you do know. I will say anxiety about showing up to court. Well, she didn't kill the person. They were in the ICU. They might still die. Well, no, she doesn't have to worry about it. Yeah, exactly. We solved that <laughs> problem with murder. I was helping. Damn it. <laughs> Oh, man. And uh, now that you're back, Kayla, let's cut to Alex. 
as you and Chad. Damn, that, was, that was fast, Sam. <laughs> Chad. Of That's course. literally his name. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> of course it's Chad. Yeah, of yeah, course. Uh, yeah. Listen, Sam did what needed to be done. It's your turn now. <laughs> Fair. I like an efficient an efficient person. Yeah, yeah. In and out. <laughs> Get it done in 30 seconds. <laughs> Move on. Yeah. So, uh, did you say you were taking him all out to the patio as well? Yeah, to smoke. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> His uh, black and mild. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> yeah, he does not stop like talking it. about them either. Like he just continues to talk about his black and milds and like his mm-hmm. fraternity. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm super interested. I'm hanging on every word. He's he's every wearing word. one of those like visors, but it's like upside <laughs> down the... and no, backwards. oh yeah. no! Did it have like flames on it? Oh yeah. And his, his fraternity good. logo. Like, he's... Yeah, of course. He is full Chad. He's so cool. <laughs> I'm super impressed. Uh, so you also take him to uh, one of the little, like, alcove mm-hmm. uh, behind a planter areas? Yeah. Uh-huh. And I just start really, like, laying it on about how hot he is. He has such a good body. I love his visor. It looks so good on him. <laughs> wow. Um, I bet his fraternity is like so cool and he should definitely show me sometime and um, he probably gets all of the college girls. Yeah, he's he's totally like eating this up. Oh, of course he is. Yeah. I mean, look at me. Not not like he would be into any woman who spoke to him ever, but excuse me, sir. <laughs> me specifically. <laughs> uh, amazing. Yeah, so uh how are you doing this? Um, I just like go in to like start making out with him, you know, I let him kiss me a little bit, and then I like go down to his neck and bite him. Okay. Yeah, so uh same thing as the others. Only a single die, no hunger. Okay. Whoops, wrong direction on hunger. Success. Nice. You do oh my god. this one. <laughs> oh. The one did it. So I don't murder him. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, uh, he definitely. I mean, same with Sam. Like, all three of these victims have a great time. Like, this dude is very excited uh and clearly you can tell he finishes <laughs> he doesn't um, die and s- but, so like, what happens to him like physically uh i mean it seems like he is basically having an orgasm like a full body orgasm as you feed on him but and he doesn't like pass out or anything what he doesn't like pass out or anything though uh, he he just seems like so overwhelmed with what's going They're on. They're always like that, though. <laughs> Even poor Frankie, the cab driver, though you know, <laughs> went out with a bang, literally. Doesn't matter when you go; it's how you go. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, that mm-hmm. tracks. Well, considering this was successful, I would actually like to use one of my disciplines again and cloud his memory. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. So I say the word forget in his ear, and he forgets the last few minutes. Absolutely. Let's see. And I, like, cure his bite. Or is that Uh, only for us? No, that's 
you can do that for any any victim. That's okay. what I was saying. Is that, <laughs> That's like uh, in True Blood. I don't know. True Blood, they, they just kind of have the, the neck wound forever. No, they put the blood, the vampire blood, on the human neck, mm-hmm. and then That's the true. Yeah, then it disappears. Yeah. blood yeah. heals, man. Except, you know, Bill didn't do that in the beginning, and so he's just running around with, like... Bill's like, dumb as shit, so yeah, that checks out. Accurate. Ooh, hello, Liz. Uh, question, is smoker's blood better than non-smokers? Oh. Um, like uh, smoked salmon. <laughs> Alex, Alex, tell us. Is this like a fine smoked salmon, or is Chad... Well, that's actually a really like good a question. Tuna? Thank you, Liz, for asking that, because um, Alex has a type. She Ooh. doesn't know quite what that type is, but I don't think it's Chad's. I think his blood probably actually <clears throat> tastes a little acrid to her. That's valid. Um, Let me see. It's probably um, not as satisfying as she thought it would be. Actually, uh, Chad's blood is a little choleric. You like it's it's not great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he tastes he kind of tastes like monster, like not good. Ew. Yeah, I don't like Ew. it very much. Not the good kind of monster. Yeah. I was not as satisfied as I no. thought I would be, and I was already coming into it knowing I want to be very satisfied. So the bar was pretty low. <laughs> Yeah. And he still didn't need it. That tracks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wow. So I'm learning some stuff about myself tonight. Yeah. Uh, so do you guys do know that Marcus had given you a old Nokia uh, to get a hold of him if you need it at any point? Uh, because he he mentioned that the Second Inquisition can more easily track you with a smartphone than with. The old school uh like yeah. the not even the flip phone right just like it's like, like the brick it's the brick. yeah, yeah. The brick it's the brick. and it's like indestructible like one of those mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. fuck yeah dude <laughs> fuck yeah that's what i had in high school that's brutal same. oh same and you, you gotta put minutes on it yeah you could only text your friends like a few letters at a time track phones yeah. yeah this one this one has like unlimited texting and all that kind of stuff nice yeah it's he's, advanced he's, technology he's, he really sprung <laughs> for the the full package you know um, yeah, so as you guys have finished feeding, and I imagine you, you probably all get back together, you meet back up at some point. Does my hunger go anything. down? Uh, yeah, so those of you who <laughs> yeah, murdered someone, you have zero hunger. Alex, zero you hunger. have Yay! What? Uh, Alex, you still have one hunger, but anyone who okay. murdered their victim had zero. Yes. Goody. Go murder. <laughs> Woo. Well, I'm until, almost you know, satisfied. As consequences. Usual. <laughs> as usual. <laughs> it's just permanent edging. Rude. <laughs> That's Look, so it's, up to you. it's up to you. You're the one who's got to make sure that you finish, since Chad won't do it. All right. It's it's up to me. <laughs> My responsibility. Yeah, as probably. usual. As usual. I mean, I feel like of the three victims, Chad is the one who should have died. <laughs> right, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> sad. We don't know what we're doing yet, so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're working on it. Next time you'll murder them extra good. Listen, I was just trying to keep her out of court, okay? I did my best. <laughs> you did that. You did it very good. Yep. <laughs> so as you three uh, kind of get back together and are mingling uh wait can i Go for it. should i feel like i should get rid of the body before we get back together mm, um, i mean how are you gonna do that 
Okay, so I'm I I feel like I'm a bit vaguely remember that I'm a beefy girl. Yeah, I'm a beefy girl. Uh, can I? Yeah, you are. Pretend to. Um, pretend he's a drunk person and sort of not carry him out, but like, but carry him out. I just picture you like fireman carrying him over your shoulder. Yeah, be like, and anybody that asks questions, I'll be like, yeah, he passed out. He's so uh, drunk. Oh my god. He's so drunk. So he drunk. passed yeah. out. What's yeah. the What's the movie where the dude's dead the whole time? And they're like, Weekend of Birdies. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's... <laughs> that's the one. <laughs> the dude. Oh, the man. dude. You know the dude. <laughs> I've never actually seen the movie, so. Okay, I, I just... don't know the movie, but there's a lot of movies with pass out people where. Or yeah. dead people who we people pretend are passed out. So like I'm just going with that, you know. Yeah, yep. Barry that definitely vibe. has like he definitely has like in his uh well no he had a t shirt, like in probably on his belt has uh some super expensive like Ray Ban sunglasses, like Of course he does. Yeah. Those are mine. Those are now mine. Well, you can put them on him exactly. to hide the dead eyes. Exactly. Oh right, okay. Well I'll I'll put them on him. You know, I'm glad. Thank you for letting us know that Weekend at Bernie's is better as a reference than as a watch. That's time saved, honestly. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, so uh, let's see. What can I have you roll for this? Because uh, where are you taking, Barry, by the way? So like a deception roll? Yeah, yeah. Uh, where are you taking, Barry? Um, I want to say out. To the street. Is there like a back of the? You're just gonna bring the corks out. Where, where, the else, where else would you put trash? Like in the bathroom. <laughs> I would have left him. Barry is a very nice man. Was a very nice man. Is there a dumpster? There's a witness. So like, I don't want to leave him in the bathroom because then the witness would be like. But if 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 they like eventually a few days later like look into the like dumpster or something and realize then they. It's not as clear that it was the guy in the bathroom that ended up there. I mean, I won't, so I won't I make you. Just... I won't make you roll for this. I, I think Rain would know. Taking him out, like back through, you know, the line and things like that, like past all those people, it's going to be really, really hard to pass off that this person who is very limp and pale and <laughs> obviously shit himself. Um, <laughs> That's that's going to be really hard to play off as this is just a really drunk guy. I mean, you know, it happens, but like. So there's no like side entrance or anything. No, but you do know that the patio has some. Um, you know, you guys kind of scoped the place out before you actually went and uh, pounced on some prey. So you feel like that might be a place to leave him. Then we're going to the patio, I guess. Okay. I'm not, I'm not leaving him in the bathroom because then that would make me implicit. Do, do I roll see up, roll him under the deck? Yeah, do I see like her when she comes up to the deck? Oh yeah, like as soon as as soon as she comes out on the patio, all both of you can see. Cool. I'm gonna kind of nudge her in the same direction so she can same place mine is. Yeah, let's see. Um, <laughs> Just leave them together, whatever. <laughs> Pretend it was like some sad murder suicide. Absolutely, I would Why say. 
I would say roll me Composure and Subterfuge. Or actually, you know, I'll just choose Streetwise. Um, Composure and... So that's six. Six dice, and you now have zero hunger, so... Just six dice. So, Composure... I don't... Who are you talking to? Do I have to roll anything? No, Rain. Rain. Okay. The one so who's it's trying six to dice, hide this zero body. hunger. <laughs> yep. Uh, two successes. Okay. There's two black things with four dots. Oh, with four dots? Yes. That is a critical success. So, yeah, oh. you you totally, like, this is the smoothest you've ever been passing off this dead guy as being passed out drunk. <laughs> I'm so smooth. I'm so good at this. I see. I was born to be a vampire. Look yeah, at this. Rain's ego tonight is like through the roof for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, good times. Uh, yeah. So you're just kind of are you dropping Barry off with? Uh, I'm blanking on her name now. The the lady, the cab driver. The cab driver lady. Um, I'm yeah. I'm gonna drop him off there but then i'm gonna have a conversation because i'd be like well what if we make it look like they jumped over or like they fell over and then it's less murder and more accident okay my concern is that either way they have no blood well they, they probably have some blood but like they're missing enough blood that they're dead fair yeah sure is there anywhere uh, that's a railing spot where there's nobody. I mean, there's not a railing. There's a tall fence. Is the description that's given. Um, the phrase "railing spot" had me giggling. I just gotta say, <laughs> <laughs> I totally missed it. Good call. Is yeah. there a spot where you get railed? Um, the uh, apparently. Pretty consistently, the yeah. second floor balcony. Apparently, <laughs> I'm just saying. Also, it's the gonna bathroom. Be anywhere, it's gonna be the second floor balcony. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's just leave them here. It's less likely for them to get caught, them to get found before closing. I mean, that also tracks. We should leave, probably. Yeah, so as you guys are kind of discussing this, a woman approaches you. Perfect. Says, I see that you guys have had a good time. Awkwardly looks around, nod. I'm not sure what you mean, ma'am. She says, there's, there's no need for games. My name's Jackie. I'm an associate of Marcus's. Ah. Uh, oh, well, then associate. yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, she says, let's get going. And she leads you all out of the club into a posh black limousine driven by one of the immortal employees. Upgrade. I know, mm. right? uh, So, she says, do you have any questions for me? As you all make your way to where you know uh, Marcus had told you to rendezvous at the end of the night before dawn, he says to meet him at the Red Star. I have a question. Yep. How did I know, Jackie, how did I know how to stop Feeding on chat when my cohorts here to go over the edge completely and kill their victim. Well, some people just don't have the 
the conviction to go all the way. Is that something that's learned, or is that just a natural gift? Mm, a bit of both, really. Uh, you can you can learn to control it. it. Seems maybe you have a little bit more self control, or maybe you just couldn't go through. Yeah, he didn't taste that great, to be honest. Mm. Who knows? He didn't look that great either. Said. So. <laughs> Who knows what's to be said if they uh, have a little bit better profile. I love, yeah. I loved the idea that like after you have you know wiped his memory, that like you guys are just watching Chad and like judging him until you <laughs> meet Jackie. Yeah, I mean, I almost wish I would have killed him. Honestly, no, I, know now, <laughs> I kind of wish you killed him too. So I didn't <laughs> quite know what the yeah. threshold was there, so I pulled back. Now you know. Maybe. Yeah, why, why, why hold back? Why not I just, just want let you to the know darkness embrace you? Super satisfying to not hold back. Well, yeah, Jackie, Jackie oh, yeah. does remind the three of you of the consequences of not keeping the masquerade. That uh. if you were to be caught, that the organization she and Marcus work for, which she explains to you, uh, they are part of the Anarch group. Uh, which opposes the Camarilla, which is kind of the, the typical ruling body of the vampires. Um, the the Anarchs or the Camarilla, really either one would make sure to end you if you do not keep the masquerade. Right. That would be bad. That would be bad. Yep. So there are consequences to our actions is what you're telling us. Uh, yeah, there there are actions. The consequences, Jesus, to your actions. That's correct. I can, I can. Do there that. are actions to so our consequences. <laughs> Sorry, I was reading the chat uh, suggestion. Go find the dead taxi driver's cab and run over Chad with it. Oh, smart, smart. <laughs> you know, we just have to murder him. Right. Yeah. As yeah. long as he ends up dead at the end of the night, that's what matters. As mm. long as we look like humans when we do it and not vampires. Right. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. And. uh Jackie does explain to you that you are able to do what we call rouse the blood to give yourself the blush of life. You can appear to not be a member of the undead should you choose to. Also, fuck you, Amanda, making us drink water. My wife took my empty water bottle, my wine bottle, so now water. <laughs> water, water bottle. <laughs> water bottle. I have uh, water now, goddammit. Allegedly. Mm -hmm. Allegedly. Allegedly. It's a clear I mean, liquid. Jesus could be water, wine, could be something water else. into wine, right? So. Yeah. Amanda it could switched. just be vodka, you don't know. Yeah, Amanda switched to straight <laughs> vodka. That's the natural progression of things. Wine to pure vodka. No. Man. In a water bottle. I'm just really thirsty, there. guys, okay? God. I, I don't blame you. <laughs> Less judgment, please. I think you are the only thirsty person here, obviously. Damn it. <laughs> I'm certainly not. I'm dry so, as the Sahara. Not when Chad is your option. <laughs> <laughs> After that cigarette drink, ew. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It definitely takes very ashy and not, not pleasant. Um, so Jackie leads you all, uh, well, you all go with her in this, as it said, posh limousine to the Red Star. She explains that this is sort of a, a safe haven 
for our kind of the Anarchs, a place where you can go to stay at least tonight. After that, we'll have to find somewhere else for you to go. Okay. So is it like a bar or is it a it's, ho- it's hotel? Like a hostel. It's like a hotel. Hostel. But it, mm. you're not exactly sure how it works, but it, it definitely seems to cater to the undead. Yeah. Vampire hostel. Totally. Last, yeah. last time I was in a hotel, I'm sure I was in Braves. <laughs> so I think this is a good place for us to end uh, we do have a little bit of time but I I don't want to get too far into it because the next bit is combat that uh, yeah we're, we're not going to finish that in time <laughs> does that mean we get to continue this shit show because I'm so excited it's kind of up to you guys I mean we did talk about doing some other stuff uh, I know <clears throat> Lisa and Kayla you had said like Kind of didn't want to do a whole lot with this, other than maybe a one shot. But we can we can see there's not a ton more. Kind of the rest of it is combat. Um, but I do like the idea of you know ending here and this being sort of an open ending. And who knows? Open ended one shot. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, you guys okay. go about your your merry undead life and see how you. I'd love to do some combat. Yeah. At some point. Uh, yeah, I'd love to figure out some combat at some yeah, point. Yeah. It... <clears throat> so since since we do have some time and you know, we're kind of done with story, they do it in a couple of different ways. Um I like that one of them is uh like a single role and it would just be I would set the difficulty based on like how difficult the enemies you're fighting or enemy is. Mm-hmm. Um and then you guys would make one single roll, and that determines the entire combat. The downside to that, obviously, is if you fuck it up, there's not really a redemption. Right. But, yeah. you know, it is what it is. So there's there's two ways to do combat in this? Yeah. So the other is kind of the more, like, turn-by-turn. Turn. Um, I do like, though, that they highly suggest not to go past three rounds in combat, because, I mean... We all know it gets pretty tedious when you have like session after session. So, Rick, did combat. you stay at the library till eight your time? Uh, seven my time. I have twenty. Uh, you got twenty minutes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wait, that... but it's what? Only. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Yep. Yeah. Because I've got about twenty minutes till eight my time. Gotcha. Yeah, gotta love it. Um. Anyway, so you want to go around and. Plug what we got to plug. Yep. We can take oh, a few yeah. minutes to kind of talk about our thoughts about the game. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, Amanda, I think uh, you went last, so I'm going to go first this time. Okay. So I'm Amanda. I'm from Desired Effect Dice. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and on Etsy and on Threads, which is a thing, I guess, exists probably. <laughs> um, I'm not really sure how it works still. Uh, yeah, it's just mostly pictures of my cat. So if you're into that, <laughs> Follow me on threads. Um, I uh, I played Sam. I am kind of drunk, so I'm doing great. So is Sam, probably. Yep. <laughs> Follow me on Instagram where I post sometimes. Where this? Yeah, or you know, listen to our podcast because they're always yes. Time. Follow me on Hammer of the Gods where I am <laughs> random. 
things, including Pandaros. Yeah, you, you do a lot of stuff. <laughs> you are Pandaros. I am Pandaros. <laughs> oh, all right, Kayla. Yeah, I'm Kayla from the Potions and Potpourri podcast, a casual chat TTRPG podcast where we just talk about a bunch of stuff and interview people and play games and stuff like that. You can also find me on the Hampod Pandaros stream where we are chaotically queer and in <laughs> the uh, Greek mythology timeline of the Hampod universe. Yes, mostly just us hitting on each other. It happens. Yeah, yeah, flirting with Rick. Yep, flirting with basically. Rick. Like you do. Um, I, I, I was playing Alex tonight, and you asked for some of our thoughts. I felt like we were just getting warmed up, uh, just <laughs> getting started, and we finished early, so here we are. Mm-hmm. Left, uh, left <laughs> hanging, yeah. Yeah. edging Sorry. a little bit, and vampires. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> just guys. all edging tonight. It was all Sorry edging to edge you guys all the leave, time. But, you know. Anyway, on that note, Lissa... <laughs> Hello, I have been Lissa, and I continue to be Lissa of this lovely trolls of this lovely trolls podcast, where we, uh, what, what, how do I describe? Uh, where we tackle problematic uh, and sexist, uh, the history of D and D, one topic at a time. It's a hoot and a half, and yeah, we mostly do research and rage against the patriarchy. So if that's your vibe, uh, you should check us out. Uh, we have and, a... And swans. <laughs> and swans, yeah. And whatever is coming this month that uh, <laughs> apparently is even worse. So, uh, Well, it's, I guess, sneak preview. It's, gonna, it's based on uh, something we talked about in the previous episode. Mm-hmm. So uh, okay. you can, you can uh, think on that. Uh, we are... Me... <laughs> I am on the social media of the Slovenly Trolls. We have an X account, uh, formerly known as Twitter. It's we have an Instagram. We have threads. We also have Blue Sky. I also have Blue Sky. So if you found us on Blue Sky, you'll probably eventually find me. I don't use it much, but um, yeah. And we have a monthly podcast available on platforms near you. And every September, you come and play here. <laughs> And apparently every September I hang out with Rick on his Twitch channel. So I get I get one time per year apparently. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's all you get. Oh, fantastic. I'm a I'm a busy woman, listen. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Life be like that. So I mean, with our little bit of time left, what do we think? Do we like vampire? Do we have problems? Do we like it and have problems? Oh yeah, so than, I can see. I yeah, I can see how it would become problematic very easily. Um, mm. But overall, don't hate it. So I think it's a fun concept uh, in general. Yeah, I think, I think, a, I think yeah. addressing the problems ahead of time really made it a little yeah. bit easier to go into. You know? Yeah, because there, so there are some like, things. So okay. you're not bombarded by like, ugh, icks all the time. Yeah. You know, you can kind yeah. of filter them out as you go. Because there definitely are some things that we talked about even prior to today that was just like, hey, we're not doing this. Like, we're we're cutting that out. We're not going. I think to it was mostly that. Alex. Alex's uh, Mexican American heritage and only feeding off people under twenty seven. Yeah, like, and the, there's the, just some mechanics in general that you know we were just yeah. like, eh. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, yeah. And really, the, yeah. the 
the thing about, you know, Alex being of Mexican-American heritage, the only issue with that is we are obviously very white. I mean, if you look at us. Well, and it's written by a white person, so. Right. Yeah, Yeah, it's also written by a white person. What's the point of that that background, you know? Right. Also, I feel like this would be much kind of easier if you were to, like, create your own character, so you weren't restricted to, like, the preset background, which is very... I can see towards a certain kind of person. I can see how it would become very stereotypes. Yeah, I can see how it would become very complicated for a one shot, though. For creating yeah, that's video. true. It, it would get a little intense. Yeah, and I mean, mm-hmm. especially because none of us had played this before, it's a little bit harder right. to say, like, "Hey, this is how we want to build this character." So you know, I mean, I, I completely agree that building your own character would make something that you would enjoy more uh, or at least potentially enjoy more uh, and more like allow you to play the type of character you want to play Um, Mm -hmm. and then you know obviously not using a pre-written story would allow us to just be our horny selves instead of you know like the potential violence yeah so different than what we played today you know so different it could have been horny. But if you choose to continue or to start another storyline, as long as we knew the triggers ahead of time. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. I, I can say, having read a lot of the lore prior to even talking to you guys about playing this, I mm-hmm. think there are a lot of things. You know, we talked about, uh, for example, the Nosferatu, which is one of the kindred clans. I, oh, yeah. I don't really like the fact that they are seen as like they are disfigured or ugly and no one could ever yeah. like no one could ever is specifically how it's worded be attracted yeah. to them. Like that's my that's, biggest that's thing my biggest harsh. thing about this game is how edgy everybody is at yeah. this point. Yeah, and everyone's so an edge lord all the time. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I'm the, like, all right, the, tone it down a little bit. We could be gone about is, being edgy. The funny thing <laughs> is, this is the fifth edition of Vampire of all of the Worlds of Darkness. It is significantly mm. less edgy and less problematic than it used to be, but it's still very edgy and problematic. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. That's, we yeah. manage. There's yeah. still a lot to be used to like develop this For story sure. and setting and the characters and stuff. So. I absolutely mm-hmm. agree. Uh, I mean. Personally, I I like Werewolf a lot better so far. The fifth edition Werewolf uh, still has some stuff that I feel some kind of way about, uh, you know, some icks. But having read the Werewolf lore, it is so much less problematic. Like they have done a fantastic job. They hired people to you know be sensitivity readers and you know silly things like that that help did they hire werewolves to make sure that (laughs) no but they did actually consult with first nations people because they're oh that's nice there is a lot of indigenous right stuff in general uh and thankfully they cut out some of the stuff that was uh extremely culturally appropriative and not okay uh so you know while there are still problems with uh, Werewolf 5th edition, it's much, much better. Uh, I, I think when that... you have games based on a kind of mythology, folklore type thing, it's really easy to verge into that problematic uh, like things like like the werewolves with indigenous nations and stuff. Yeah. I think it's really easy to, to fall into that that folklore. And so it's... it's, yeah, realistically, it's well, and realistically, it's like, easy... we, we kind of talked... Sorry, Alyssa, go ahead. 
Oh no, I'm just, I was just gonna say, like, based on just the Solomonly Trolls podcast, it's it usually comes from like it's a real world problem, and then when you don't realize what you're doing, you put it into the game, and then it becomes an yeah. in-game problem because it's mm-hmm. a real-world problem. I was gonna say the same so thing. So it's, it's not just a problem in the game, it's also yeah. a real-world problem, and you just and need like, to be able to, like, dissect that and realize that, mm-hmm. you know, like, this is an issue, I need to address this issue in the game, yeah. and have those sensitivity readers, and have those people who know what they're doing. And um, one of the things that we did talk about early on when we were discussing even doing this in the first place is that there is a certain element both with vampires and werewolves that you just can't really get away from that's always going to be a little bit questionable or problematic there's a lot of like potential loss of agency with like the compel but you could say the same thing about you know command and dungeons and dragons uh, there's a lot that's problematic about the memory erasure because that, i mean even versus into, like date rape yeah, because it's the last 10 minutes. Oh, hey, you forgot. Very I think anything that involves vampires is intrinsically going to have those problems. Uh, it doesn't have to. It's, already... it's such a part of vampire lore, though, that they're able yeah. to compel or to make you forget. Or Yeah, there's a lack of consent. And right. because it's, it's you're manipulating people and they are monstrous is the fundamental right. truth. Right. So there's going to be a lack of consent with the things that they do because it's you know you're finding out this like separation of like what's human and what's monster so you're going to be testing things Absolutely. and doing things to people so like yeah it, it just comes with the territory i feel like and i, I right. feel like this type of game especially you know i am always an advocate for safety tools in any ttrpg but especially a game like this it is extremely necessary you know like we had our consent checklist before we ever started playing. That that is something that mm-hmm. we said, hey, here are the things that we're comfortable with, here are the things that are mm-hmm. maybe a little bit iffy and might need to talk about, and here are the things that are absolutely not. Like, let's not even go there. Yeah, That mm-hmm. is a huge, huge benefit to games like this, because then you know, like, hey, I uh, can push something. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Everybody has different hard lines where they're willing to draw. And I think that worked for us because we knew what we kind of wanted to do, like, role-playing-wise. Right. And kind Mm -hmm. of the vibe we were going for and, like, you know, how much sexuality we wanted to put in there versus, like, the kind of things we didn't want to talk about. And uh, I think it was pretty fluid because of that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And as chat said, yeah, ghouls are a whole thing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Anyway... Uh, on that note, I think that's a good place to end. I yeah. I mean, in theory, I would love to play more Vampire. Uh, I don't know that I can actually say it publicly, but I may or may not be playing more Vampire on a friend's channel uh, very soon. Ooh. Yeah, Ooh. so keep uh, an eye on socials. Um, but yeah, come check us out. Uh, we do stupid shit sometimes. We do horny shit like this. It's mostly uh, gay and horny. Let's be real. Yeah. yeah. If you're into gay horny shit, you're in the <laughs> right place. Welcome home. My favorite. <laughs> right. Welcome to Hampod. Oh, good times. So, Ooh, anyway, guys, thank you all. Thanks for hanging out and for chatting. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Bye.